Hello everyone, <laughs> and welcome to episode four of the Gun Ramblecast. <laughs> this week we're talking shooters. <laughs> oh, but yes, uh, welcome everybody. Um, this week we're talking one of the greatest shoot 'em up, shooty shoot, bang bang games of all time. That's right, it's Golden Eye sixty four. One of the 90s greatest media properties. <laughs> because, yeah, like, this was a movie game which historically does not go down too well with the gamers. No. But somehow they decided to take a Pierce Brosnan movie and just be like, how about we make a really cool video game that takes scenes from the movie and just kind of increases them in scope? <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but. I'm not sure if I would have watched Pierce Brosnan slowly crouch around the toilets for like upwards of ten minutes. Possibly. Um yeah, well, debatable, I don't know. <laughs> now that it's in a game form, you that, wanna watch it, don't you? So it's like Yeah. <laughs> Satin in the chat saying, Franklin James, Franklin, Franklin Home. <laughs> it's me. It's Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Seen Bean or Sean Bourne, whichever you prefer. <laughs> oh, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he said that in Goldeneye. He probably did right before he exploded uh, in the facility. Bastard. <laughs> that was that was basically his turning point where he's like, that James Bond's a bastard like <laughs> <laughs> Or like he uh, he he was or the it was in the script. Well, he, he put it in the script, and then yeah. they took it out, and he was, uh... I've heard he always does that, you know, like, he takes a script, and he's like, some room for some bastards here. He's just got this little, this little bastard pen. It's really good at drawing bees. <laughs> aye, aye. <laughs> but anyway, we're actually talking about an N64 game developed by Rare, who were... Well, one of the greats of the 90s, especially mm-hmm. on the N64. Definitely. But it, when, when we decided we were going to do this... Um, I had to put our background as the toilets on the facility because it's arguably the most iconic uh, video game level intro of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Where you basically you start as Pierce Brosnan crammed into an air vent above the toilets in some kind of like, I don't know. Are we in Russia? Is is all of Goldeneye in Russia? Mm, I don't know. For Russia, James. <laughs> For Russia, James. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, like it's pretty brutal because you can shoot that guy's hat off and then shoot him mm-hmm. in the back of the head while he was just standing at the toilet. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit unfair to him, but he was he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, I think as well he should have noticed when someone shot his hat off with a pistol, but instead he just stands there. <laughs> Unless he was thinking like, if I don't move, they can't hit yeah. me again. <laughs> or he just thought he was like hallucinating or something. I mean, he had a bad night on the vodka before. Like, you know. <laughs> but like, you know, it's, because this is a N64 as well. Like when when we say this, they're standing in the toilet doing nothing. They literally are because they didn't program in PP. Duke Nukem had PP, but 3D PP technology, I don't think yeah, happened until a... Metal Gear Solid Two. <laughs> it's all. If Duke Nukem would have been like sort of like a rectangle like coming out, wouldn't it? Ah, like, <laughs> oh, that's better. P 
pew, pew, pew. All I did was had like steam coming off it and stuff, didn't it? It so. did. It went on your head and everything. And you yeah. could look directly into it. <laughs> Get an eyeful. Um, one for the fish. People, but yeah, like, <laughs> what's like, what's your first like golden eye memory that like jumps to like to mind as soon as you see some of these screenshots? Right. Um, first memory was me brother got it. Yeah. And we were sharing a N64 at the time. So he got his mates around to play it. Oh, yeah. It was like a lad called Paul and a lad called Chris. And uh, they had control. So we used to do the four play split screen. Oh, you it. had enough friends to, yeah. <laughs> for everyone to bring the controllers. <laughs> and uh, it was like, I just I had no clue what was going on when I first played it. I was like, this is insane. Like, I remember. Like, my brother and his mates were, like, really good at it, like, instantly. <laughs> I don't know why, but, like, it was just really fun. I remember the never having a bad time on it. It was always, like, really, like, competitive when we are doing the yeah. split screen. But there was never any, like, anyone kicking off because they were getting beat. It was just really fun to get shot to bits on it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, when you're saying, like, <clears throat> you weren't good at it, it's um, it was probably because there hadn't really been a shooter like this uh no. definitely not on the n64 there might have been certain other ones but there were more i can't, I can't remember if duke nukem 3d had already came out before goldeneye what year was goldeneye was it 97 i think it's a seven yeah so when you think i was 10 at the time yeah so this would have blown uh, your mind like what i can yeah. walk around and open all the toilet doors <laughs> the only games i've played before this were um like you like Sonic and Mario and yeah. Streets of Rage. I don't know. It's just these toilets are so iconic, and I know it's because we were all dumb kids who just like were like, "Oh, it's funny that we're fighting, we're having a gunfight in the toilet." <laughs> and I mean, if you were smart, you could do stuff like like put mines in the toilet, and like yep. so when someone was coming to check like all the doors, you'd be like, "Ah." <laughs> I'll put proximity mines in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was it was so good. Like, I but yeah, I can just... imagine. I don't think I ever got to do the four-player split screen. I think no. like two was the max I could pull together. Me, me, and my brother used to play it as like a two-player split screen. Like when his friends weren't there. But oh yeah, it was always good when we could get the four of us together. So I was. Did you have to outlaw screen watching? <laughs> like, yeah. It was um, it was it was banned definitely, but I used to do it anyway because <laughs> my brain could do both: watch my screen and the other screen <laughs> as well. Because <laughs> I've got a lazy eye. <laughs> I actually so you did would... when I was younger, so yeah. <laughs> and it obviously it somehow gave you an advantage. <laughs> yep, because like... I was looking in two directions at once. The multiplayer was weird because the person who owned the game was at an advantage. Yeah, because all the weapons were like in the same spot normally. I think you could sometimes change, you could change like weapon sets. Like you could be like, oh no, like you could do like no explosives or like all explosives. Mm-hmm. But like if you knew where to run, and to get yeah. something crazy before anyone else, then you could just come back with like the friggin' RCP ninety or like oh, the, the AK forty yeah. sevens, like yeah. dual wielding. <laughs> you could get a. Deagle on there, couldn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because this all had fake gun names. Yeah. Um, so, like, this would have been my first... Because, obviously, video games are stupid, and, and mm-hmm. they teach us real gun names, and then later on, when you're older, you realise that the gun manufacturers 
are licenses. So Call of Duty has to pay the gun manufacturers to have the correct um, <laughs> yeah, like there's names. Yeah, some of them. There? Some of them even on the new Call of Duty. Yeah, they still don't have the licenses for some of the guns. Yeah, which I think is for the best because yeah. like, who wants to pay those guys? But uh, this mm. one had like I can remember like all of them. The old James Bond. They couldn't even have the Walther PPK. Yeah. It was just called the PP7 in this. So like when I was yeah. growing up, that was James Bond's gun. <laughs> the, the PP poopy, yeah. Yeah, the, the PP poo poo man gun. <laughs> That's Pierce Brosnan for you. Right. <laughs> All the scoops on the Ramble cast. Um, but yes, the the Desert Eagle was called the DD4 Destroyer, I believe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or the DD44 Destroyer, something like that. That rings a bell. Um. And then, like I say, there was the RCP-90, which was just a P-90. There was... I can't remember what the AK-47 was called. The Soviet was the AK-47, yeah, I think sorry. so, yes. Yeah, Soviet. Wow. <laughs> and there was the Club. <laughs> which the was Club, na- yeah. Which was named after one of the developers, Ken Lobb. <laughs> and it had that weird, like, scaffolding on the top of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether that was a foldable stock or whatever, but, like... I think it had like a weird like reels on it. Yeah, I never liked it because it sounded like a a little man doing a tap dance. It was like it just sounded weak. But I feel like double clubs was probably not. Yeah, dual wheel club. But then there was like some guns that sounded crazy. So like I definitely wanted to use the ones that sounded more like you know the yeah nice snap to it. And the sniper rifle always looked weird. It had it had like a super soaker like barrel yeah. on the side. <laughs> it was like a Nerf gun and a super soaker mixed together. It was yeah, and like because it was silenced, it was like peep peep. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you were shooting, it's funny when you see this, like it just like brings back like memories of actually hearing <laughs> what I'm playing it. <laughs> yeah, like because like your like you we had you record the the intro for this, and it was like the. Yeah. The guitar cover of the frigate theme. Because, like, this game still had, like, bespoke music for every stage, yeah. pretty much. Maybe not, like... Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I think even ones like the Aztec, where like, you could only get on if you're on, like, Double O Agent. I th- like, I th- yeah. I'm sure everyone had, like, a bespoke yeah. music. Well, I looked at the um, length of the soundtrack, and it's over an hour. Yeah. So there was obviously a good amount of tracks on it. Yeah, absolutely, and it's, like... Like, people put, like, work into those. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was so you didn't get bored when you were wandering around the levels. Because it, it yeah. was a bit like you could get lost. Like, it wasn't it wasn't just a corridor half the time. Sometimes it was oh. just a big open map. Yeah. There's even that one where it's, like, is it just called The Streets? Where you're in that tank and you've yes. got, like, five or ten minutes to get somewhere. And it's like, I better go. Get out the street, apparently. Huh? But like when I was a kid, like that level felt massive, but it probably isn't yeah. if you like looked at a, a map of it. But I think because you were in a hurry, you never got to like explore every side avenue. <laughs> yeah, there probably wasn't anything there to be honest. But it was just no. the fact that you thought you might be able to go there if you got the, the and chance. The, the tank was a nice surprise, which that's what I was meaning when I was saying it was like scenes from the movie. But then. Mm. Because you were playing it and they developed it, you could add extra stuff. Because I there's a part in the movie where he runs down the runway and then jumps in that plane. Yeah. In the video game version, 
you can you can run to the right and get a tank first, and, yeah. uh, and just slowly drive the tank down the runway, squishing guys. Yeah. <laughs> and it used to probably make a horrible noise, didn't it, when you squished oh, them? No, They'd just yeah. be like, get <laughs> <laughs> oh. So in modern shooters, the guys kind of just jerk around and then uh, die, I guess. Yeah. But sometimes they're still shooting you. In this game, most of the time when you shot someone, they would stop dead in the tracks and like react on the body to where yeah. you'd hit them. Well, I'd be like, Ugh. so you could like sh- you could shoot people in the arm and they'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it made it made for some like sadistic moments where you were a kid just being like, I'm gonna shoot your arms and legs, and he's like, oh. yeah, like, no. You could definitely but- shoot them in the butt as well, and they would do a little jump. Oh yeah, they definitely do to do that, I remember. Many hats lost their lives in GoldenEye 64 when you had the, oh, the, the Soviet blasting everywhere. <laughs> definitely. It was kind of like, when you think about it, it was kind of gruesome. Because like, it would leave like a blood patch on them as well, so if you, if you were really quick, you could fill someone up with bullets and it would look pretty bloody. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um... But yeah, so it's not very like the movie in that respect. No, um, but when you're saying about never thought they would make a Pierce Brosnan movie into a game, imagine yeah. if they made Mrs. Doubtfire the game. <laughs> well, back then or now? <laughs> Either. Because <laughs> I'm imagining like really bad controlling like N64 Mrs. Doubtfire. Help is on me! It's got a drive-by fruiting special move. <laughs> I feel like Mrs. Doubtfire could be good in like a fighting game because mm. she had a, a mean right hook. <laughs> oh yeah, and totally unexpected, like yeah. <laughs> like handbag attacks. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, as a kid, this was probably the first time I'd even seen Pierce Brosnan was in this game when the camera rotates around his head and then you go inside the back of his head, like at oh, the start yeah. of every level. Oh yeah, that was that was weird, very trippy. Yeah. <laughs> Never but thought like, anything of it at the time, but then now when you look back, it's like... Oh, well, how could you know that it was a first-person game? Unless the yeah. <laughs> unless the camera entered into your character's head. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's an odd one. But... You just imagine, like, Pierce Brunn standing there quietly at the start of his level and something forces its way into the back of his head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm a child now. <laughs> oh, no, he's making me shoot the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I would do weird things where I would like shoot smiley faces in, and, like yeah, because it used to stay in the bullet hole. Used to stay in the floor for a while, didn't it? It would. Um, yeah, I don't. I can't remember what the time was on it, but I know that if you shot like too many bullet holes, it would take away like the least recent one. <laughs> so like, if you try to yeah. do a circle, it yeah. would like slowly follow itself. But Pretty yeah, sure like... I, got, I got my name down on the floor. Once. Ah, that's with the four-letter names are at an advantage yeah. on that. Yes. <laughs> also, did you like to play with the paintball mode on as well? Yes, that was yeah. fun. <laughs> it didn't make good. the bullets any less lethal. <laughs> no, no, it just made them colourful and nice. <laughs> oh, look, rainbows. <laughs> you gunned down the Russian army. <laughs> uh, he's dead now. I definitely remember really liking the remote mines like in this game because mm-hmm. i feel like it was the first game where you could really like play around with physics in a way 
Yeah. Like, it didn't really have much of a physics engine. You could, like, throw grenades and they would bounce around and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it wasn't anything massively, like... I mean, for the time, yeah, it was great. But, like... Yeah, but not, like, it wasn't, like, now where you would, you know, shoot up a room and stuff will, like, fly off shelves and things like yeah. that. Yeah, but you could, like, great. blow up all the computers and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. But, yeah, like, as I say, the walls weren't... couldn't get damaged or anything like that. There would there'd be, like, blast marks off, like, a grenade yeah. or whatever. But, like... But yeah, for the time it's in nineteen ninety seven, like it was it was pretty far ahead for shooter like a shooter game, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and they uh, didn't need to do any of that. I think no. it was just at a time when game developers enjoyed putting like extra stuff in just to be like, This is funny. <laughs> do you remember who like which character you used to pick for the multiplayer? If you had them all unlocked, I don't know how good your brother was at single player. <laughs> um, I was the one who used to do the single player stuff so nah. I would always be Trevelyan because I, I loved Sean Bean at the time because <laughs> he was in this um, he'd been in this football movie um, where he played for Sheffield United <laughs> right. it was great I, it was class he, I, I don't know whether I think he might have said bastard in that you'd hope so uh, yeah I'd hope so but um, yeah because I, 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 I like Sean Bean as an actor so I was like oh, I'll be I'll Alex Trevelyan. Yeah, I, I always picked Jaws and uh, Saturn in the chats echoing that as well. Yeah. I think it was just because he, he was the most like fantastical James Bond character that I could really think of as a kid. Because he was like, he had metal teeth and he was giant. But like in the movies, he's not that cool. <laughs> but no. in the game and not having really seen many of the movies although i think this this game did make me ask my granddad about james bond movies and he definitely told me some tales and stuff yeah. and they eventually came on because they used to put them on like the holidays <laughs> didn't they like one every yeah. night yeah. <laughs> mind you you would have thought i would have been jaws on it because um he's a giant man but yeah when i was 10 i wasn't giant no and you were like i'll never be a giant right <laughs> <laughs> To be tall, so I never like looked. I never looked up to tall people. Ha ha ha. That's that's a tall joke. <laughs> we do need to talk about Mister Odd Job. Um, you have to. <laughs> he might come back if you talk about him. Oh, it's all right, man. He's he's gone down to them rooms where the scientists are. <laughs> oh, like, the them big now, gas canisters. <laughs> I wouldn't let him near them, of course. <laughs> so Oddjob was a shorter character than everybody else. And I guess he's a guy in the movies who would throw his hat and yes. had a razor blade in, like Kung Lao. Oh, yes. <laughs> so he was smaller than everybody else. So if you picked him in multiplayer and then crouched and walked around on a, in a crouch position, the auto-aim would have a hard time picking him up because yeah. in, in this game was very auto-aim heavy, because I guess they didn't have a anything... I guess Doom was auto-aim. You just didn't really notice it much. Yeah. It was like you'd point oh. in the general direction. With the auto-aim on this, if you notice, like, obviously the hand was out like this. With yeah. Sort of like, it would like move like that, wouldn't it? Instead of like your body, the gun would like sort of snap. Yeah. <laughs> the, it would like wiggle around. <laughs> yeah. So then like you could sort of... You might know notice the bad guys there before you saw them like if they were like off in the distance because your yeah, gun would be it? like mm. it's like a little magnet uh, <laughs> one thing that really hasn't aged well 
I mean, there's a lot of things about this game that hasn't aged well. (laughs) 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 I've aged horribly. (laughs) It's all the N64's fault. Yeah, probably was, to be fair. So, like, in this game, there was a lot of weapons you could pick up because kids in the 90s, you were allowed more than three weapons per level. (laughs) You could, in this game, you could probably have about 30 depending on like which level you're on or like 100 if you put the all weapons cheat in it's like one bad thing about it was if you're in multiplayer and had too many weapons you had to like cycle through by pressing a and it would be like clink 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 like the next one and then if you went past it you'd be like oh "Uh." man there was a there was a tiny like a weird button combo though like if you pressed b and a in the right order it would go back yeah. But it was clunky. In the multiplayer, you had to cycle through your weapons. In the single player, though, you could jam your face into your watch <laughs> and get a full list of all the weapons to pick from. <laughs> yeah, that, that was what he did. He actually saw the hand come up and then it was like, oh, I'm going inside. <laughs> but what you did get to hear was this awesome music, which hopefully will play out for everybody. Just imagine you're staring at a list of weapons. (laughs) In your watch. (laughs) Yes. Eyes pressed up against your uh, digital watch, which was also a laser. (laughs) And it also did set the minds off, I guess. But, um... True. But you, you didn't have to go... Like, that was my trick. That was that was my bread and butter. You didn't have to switch to your watch. You just press A and B at the same time. Mm-hmm. It would detonate the mines. But no yeah. watch is that cool, because no watch is a laser. Let's face it, guys. Come on, guys, seriously. <laughs> yeah. You could maybe get a laser pointer on your watch in, like, the 2000s. Maybe. Do you remember having, like, a favorite level or, like, moment from, like, the single player? I love the cradle. It was just insane it looked crazy didn't it because like like technically you were like up high off the ground yeah but you were basically just on catwalk suspended in like blue sky (laughs) yeah it was just like you were just up high for all of that level and it was just i know the graphics weren't great to show you how high you were but it was like i knew from the film how high the cradle was yeah like it was like oh god if you fall off here whoa it's like the the arm of a satellite dish, isn't it? Yeah. Like, the part in the middle that, like, juts out. Because <laughs> yeah. I guess the golden eye was, like, a space laser, but was it an EMP? Is that what we were... Is that what was the story of the movie? I, th- I think so. Something, it was something daft, because it was, usually it's always about James Bond trying to get in some lass's pants, so you never really know, do you? Yeah, like... But I think this was, like, you know, your classic, it's going to turn off all of the stock market. <laughs> like, oh, no. Which would always seem to be, like, the biggest thing in the entire, uh, like, any kind of, like, action movie. It was like, oh, they're going to they're gonna set off this nuke in, in low orbit and it's going to turn off all the computers. <laughs> like, look out, everybody. <laughs> oh, God, it had Boris as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. The computer guy. <laughs> oh, God. I am invincible. I might have to rewatch Goldeneye. Okay, Joe in the chat's helping us out. Um, 
if you'd like to join the chat, audio listeners, I'm speaking directly to you. <laughs> Come to the <laughs> Twitch. Um, he's saying it was a satellite that could launch an EMP anywhere from space. Uh, yeah. Sean Bean's plan was to rob a bank digitally and then erase the bank records. It seems quite quaint. <laughs> How very quaint. The Bank of England, James. <laughs> Bastard bank. That's the one we... <laughs> <laughs> hey up <laughs> hey up what's wrong cock <laughs> oh man not getting any interest on this Barclays account <laughs> bunch of bastards well why don't you join bastard bank then <laughs> aye <laughs> I think I will like if they got checkbooks and that have <laughs> it's Sean Bean approved he's on the checks <laughs> He's on but the notes as well. It's just him like turning around, like getting a getting a camera shot, like when he's not paying attention. <laughs> Joe, this is fast uh, devolving into a shooting star sketch. Don't tell oh, anyone. No, we're, we're, don't tell anyone. We're slightly ripping off Vic and Bob <laughs> with our comedy <laughs> silence. <laughs> it's what we grow up on. So to be fair, it's gonna it's gonna ooze out at some point, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. Catholic. <laughs> for some reason, I thought you <laughs> said cat sick for a second. Just <laughs> get <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Great equalizer. Yep. Oh God. Uh, uh, Jesus. Was it with things trying to attack us on this podcast? I thought it was a safe place. Oh no, I never promised anything about being a safe space. In oh. fact, it's dangerous to get inside of the machine. <laughs> mm. You see what you saw what happened to me on the, the 24 hour live stream. Yes, I did. 24 hours in OVS will do weird things to you, man. <laughs> Infuse you with Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't you, right, though, I think. No. It, it was like. It's a common misconception, but if you watch back the video, you'll hear me say I brought a buddy of mine. Uh, you know, like a ringer to, like, destroy yeah. Paul once and for all. <laughs> yeah, like Triple H and these cop buddies, yeah. Yeah, and then I stole the title off him when he, you know, like, in the back room afterwards. Mm-hmm. Roughed him up. When he was weakest yeah. from, from all that, all the Chaos Emerald juice. Yeah, I, I don't think people, I believe you. Well, I don't <laughs> think people believe you that it wasn't you. And that's cause... why you're my co-host. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my trusted advisor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, people have really got to start keeping up with the law because we're getting into MCU Phase 2 territory. <laughs> the end of Phase 1 was <laughs> the appearance of Sonic. Yeah. And he collected all the Chaos Emeralds and destroyed Paul <laughs> once and for all. <laughs> Back to GoldenEye. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a cool My favourite level was uh, The Frigate, which is why I asked you to do the cover song. Yes, because it had kick-ass music, mm-hmm. but um, when I was a kid, I used to play with cheats on constantly in every game that would allow yep. me to, like Command and Conquer, Duke Nukem 3D, this. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of some of the good cheat ones. GTA, obviously. Yes. Oh yeah. Right. Just type in "Hang the DJ" on GTA <laughs> on your. P- yeah. <laughs> Open up your PS ones, kids <laughs> out there. <laughs> Just uh, name your character, hang the DJ in Grand Theft Auto 1, and you'll you'll get loads of weapons. But you can't have infinite health, because GTA doesn't 
no, no, no. go that way. <laughs> but yeah, so well, I can. So in says big head mode on a. Yeah, it was actually called nice Donkey thing. Kong mode in this game oh, because okay. Rare made Donkey Kong Country before this. Yeah. <laughs> so it was DK mode and they had long gorilla arms as well as <laughs> giant yeah. heads. And Quite. it would make the guns bigger as well to yeah. accommodate. <laughs> and, and again, when you start at the level, you got the horrible monkey man, Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> that the camera spun around and then you oh. went inside his head. <laughs> <laughs> the one, there's no way they would let you do that nowadays you know no. like when they like face capture people but this was with Hollywood actors that you could turn Sean Bean into a donkey car <laughs> I think some sort of like weird experiment isn't it like imagine that actually go through it <laughs> and that poor Natalia woman she got the oh. short end of the stick it should be her cat, she even spends like two levels inside a cage like a gorilla yes. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> that oh, was shadow. that was pretty fun though uh, anyway back to, I need to explain my old my whole stupidly uh, you don't have to explain anything man. but I want to because it's specific to me <laughs> so it's about me <laughs> the thing with the frigate was it was an enclosed level and there was no time pressure or objective pressure to that's why you liked it isn't it yeah because if you were if you put invisibility on which not it isn't invincibility it had separate <laughs> like cheats and what if you put invisibility on the the good characters wouldn't know you were there and that it wouldn't like some missions wouldn't complete like Alec, Alec Trevelyan would just be wandering around the facility room on his own just the oh, he's, just, he's supposed to be here by now <laughs> he just had to run out the door and fail the mission <laughs> I thought I heard James <laughs> James <laughs> yeah so the frigate was the one where you could you didn't need to talk to any good characters to move anything along so you could just creep around as an invisible invincible assassin and just shoot people in the butt basically and blow up all the computers yes and the chairs that also exploded when you shot them yes i don't know why but that was that was fun i don't know why it happened but i suppose we weren't really in the rare offices in like 96 like maybe yeah. maybe they did have exploded chairs like whoa put them in the game but what was cool was like like when we're talking about it had like rudimentary physics you could like shoot the table <laughs> until it exploded <laughs> and then then it would like throw the monitors up in the air like the computer monitors and the keyboard and then if they would hit the floor they would sometimes explode so you could do like weird chain reactions yes and things would blow up like three or four times and get like make a smaller cube wouldn't it, yeah, it was <laughs> like weird, if you like... kept shooting the mon monitor it would blow up again and get like smaller <laughs> <laughs> like probably start to implode like... I guess so I guess that's what they were going for I did love the facility as well because it was long and you had that whole weird thing with the scientists where yes. you had to like save them but obviously as kids we like bullied them a bit first you just <laughs> in and like end up shooting them at first and then you're like oh man I have to do that again or they do like this with the little no no finger hands and then you'd be like ah shoot you <laughs> ah, I'm just kidding <laughs> get lost <laughs> you just maimed this guy for life he can't do his science anymore. <laughs> Get out of here. 
<laughs> also, there was that guard who looked like Hitler. <laughs> yeah, I remember that so well. He, he would show up sometimes oh. and he was like, oh no! <laughs> but like, I suppose if you're making a game in the 90s and you guys have like military uniforms on and the evil, of course they're going to sneak a Hitler in there. Um, at least he was always bad and we got to shoot him. Yes, true. Yeah. Like, it was never like it was a good guy. Imagine having that face and being a good guy. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'll tell you, talking about faces and good guys, <laughs> freaking Robbie Coltrane was in this game as well. Yeah. <laughs> Which marks two times that he's gotten a really, like, ugly-looking render because he's in, like, the PS1 Harry Potter games as yeah. well. <laughs> PS1 Hagrid's a classic. Oh, um, he's the coolest. But like, I like it was just so many weird actors when you think about it, just all shoved in a game. Yeah. Um, there's always those rumors as well that you could get like Sean Connery and stuff. But then I can't remember was that a real thing, like a real cheat that you had to put in? I don't know because this is around the time when kids would start to spread rumors about games. Yeah, although they would put it as like, like an April Fool's screenshot. Yeah, like I remember I went to school with a lad. And it was about the time that SmackDown 2 was coming out. <laughs> All right, yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm one of my mate's brothers works for fucking THQ or whatever, or Yix <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, I'll get you a free copy of the game. And I was like, can you, like, can you? And we just didn't believe him the whole way. And he kept on coming in and saying the same lie over and over again. It's <laughs> like, why, did, why do people do this? Because, like, lying to me, I've never been able to do it because I've got that thing with autism where... If I try and lie, I feel physically ill. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I can't. Like, it, it, it sort of puts us in, like, a panic. It's horrible. So, yeah. Like, how people could lie about something, like, that big, because, like, that, you knew that game meant so much to us, like, coming out. Yeah. And you just get, oh, I can get you a copy, and I'm, like, half believing him, and then when it came to when you were done, you I'm surprised he didn't, I'm surprised he didn't, like, burn you a disc of, like, Nothing, and then be like, like wrote SmackDown two on it, and they're like, oh, it worked in my PlayStation. Yours oh, must was... be, yours must be like the the, the second run PlayStation. Oh uh, yeah, I, it doesn't work on yours, mate. You're right um, though, because we knew someone who was like, oh, I can get you like for some reason it was always wrestling or Pokemon were the biggest culprits for like fake yeah. fake rumors and shit. He was like, oh, I can get you like wrestlers' signatures if if like. We just post them a letter and then they'll send like their signature back and we're like, Alright, cool, like I'll have canes and then like one of our other mates like picked like someone else. And then yeah. and then he comes in the next day and he's like he's like, Oh yeah, well I like I predicted that like you guys would want these wrestlers, so like I've already like got them back and like all he'd done was like like co like copied it out of the magazine because you know you could get those like yeah. they would do like glamour shots or like in the sticker book yeah it would have like a white pen version of like yeah. I mean Kane was just like block cavils <laughs> that was a thing where he obviously couldn't he couldn't wait the because we probably would have believed him if, if he'd waited like a few weeks and then brought like oh yeah I wrote to Kane and they've sent signatures back <laughs> but he brought them in the next day because he obviously went home and traced them out Oh and then I was like, God. oh, I'm going to bring them in and just say, I predicted it. It's like, it was so stupid when you think back. <laughs> how how would you get them back that quickly? <laughs> oh, well, you see, you knew those were the ones we were going to pick. 
<laughs> and never mentioned it before. But yeah, I don't know what was up with the uh, the school ground liars. Uh, if there's any in the in the chat or the comments, like tell us what what's your problem? <laughs> like Who harmed you? Because <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure that kid was like you know you were probably asking him like oh. Is your uncle who works at THQ? Has he got the game yet? Like, oh no, he he didn't come round this weekend or something. <laughs> well, yeah, I believe the exact thing. Oh, he's uh, he's really busy, like working on the game. You know, like, so... <laughs> he's got a colour in Stone Cold's boot. <laughs> he's modelling the middle finger on him. Like... <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... Well, so what I'm saying is, wrestling fans are the worst, and you can't trust any of them. <laughs> Even Stone Cold was right. Even though we were and still might be massive wrestling fans. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I say is true. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, I'll edit it out of the show <laughs> to make myself look even writer. <laughs> yeah. I'll never be heard by anyone <clears throat> apart from people now. <laughs> this game was a proper full package because... You could play all of the single-player levels, mm -hmm. and then most of them would be multiplayer levels that you could free roam around and, like, yeah. obviously kill your friends. Or we would just wander about um, and rarely fight each other, but just, like, mess around with, like, the physics and see what doors we could get into and which ones were, like, yeah. shut. And then when you went back into single-player, you'd be like, oh, okay, I can open this door. But in multiplayer, this is where the level ends. <laughs> yeah. Um, and try and figure out some strategies about like, okay, well, if I hide here in this corner, <laughs> then they have to walk past me. Yeah. I'll shoot them in the back. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm brave. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll get the golden gun just be like, one shot. <laughs> Pow. <laughs> it was just like a box with like yeah. a pipe coming out of it. Yeah, it was like a cigar box on it. And then, like, um... I mean, I think it was in the movie, wasn't it? But in the yeah. game, it just looked rubbish because it was just a square polygon. Yeah. It's been mentioned in the chat before, but yeah, you could get the Moonraker laser gun as well and be like, zap. <laughs> But that one actually was pretty cool because it would go through guys and doors and stuff. So you could just be like, drag them all into like a corridor and just like shoot lasers straight through yeah. guys. And they're like, whoa. Because <laughs> that's a thing we haven't talked about. They like used to do like death grunts when you were shooting them. They'd be like, <laughs> the sound design on this game was yeah. very random and eccentric, like, but it was it was great. Yeah, and can you imagine if they'd put stuff like that in, like, the Call of Duty games now, like, when you're shooting guys? <laughs> or, like, <laughs> or remember when, like, if you'd snuck up on guys or you were just looking at them from the distance, like, they would do little idle animations, like, like, swatted a fly and then yeah. point the gun at it. <laughs> and then that was the time to shoot them in the back of the head, nice and slow, like... <laughs> Like, if you did like the weapons cheat, you could get like horrible knives as well. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I guess there was a throwing knife and a hunting knife where like the hunting knife was the close range and he would just swing the little blades around <laughs> as if he was doing this. Yeah. <clears throat> and they'd be like, oh, good Goodwill's on now. You have to put the music on. Oh, yeah. He's uh, showing up late as always. We'll give him a bit of time. I need to see him react to it before we turn it off. 
Hang on a sec. Let's check the time. <laughs> Doesn't make no sense if you haven't played the game. Hang on a sec. <laughs> we got props. <laughs> but of All course, this is like, this is the new one because there's no wire and the, yeah. where the control pack comes in. This was where you put the No Mercy control pack to save your guy from being deleted by a glitch. I think they've just put a battery in here. Yeah. It's, it's, mm. it's, yeah, it's not, it's not fully accurate. Otherwise, though, it feels pretty much the same. And I guess mm. they've added this ZR button for some reason. Mm. I don't know why, because they won't let you play anything else that isn't a Switch game. <laughs> like, yeah. they'll only let you play the N64 games that are on Switch. Mm-hmm. So it's not as if they'll let you play anything else with it. Don't know. Obviously, like, they went on to make Perfect Dark after this. Yes. Like, did you play much of that back in the day? Oh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah? Um, It was one of my brother's friends who got me into that because he got it first. Yeah. Um, and... Can you, like, explain a bit of that for people who never checked out? Because I didn't personally buy it. I don't think I played it until it came out on the 360. Yeah, um, well, it was, it was basically like a... She was like a female James Bond, but in the future. Yeah. Um, And it was all... Sort of like Space Age weapons. Oh, Okay. Like weird alien weapons you would get. You'd get like normal weapons, but like there was some like alien blasters and stuff like that. And you oh, were fighting right. like alien baddies, basically. Um there was sort of it was obviously there was um like actual people on it, but it was um Yeah, it was just like a very futuristic version of Goldeneye. Yeah. A, so that like <clears throat> they'd taken they'd taken stuff from Goldeneye and been like, Okay, we've done realistic guns, so why not go into the future because yeah. <clears throat> i heard about some stuff like a laptop gun and stuff people always talk about was that like a remote turret or something you could set up <laughs> yeah it was it was it was a weird one um I, I never really understood how to use that one um but some of the the weapons on it were crazy it was like obviously lasers and stuff but like golden eye times like 10 um, yeah because i think there was like a some kind of scope where you could like look through the walls as well and shoot like people <laughs> through the walls which yeah. sounds crazy um people don't like it when you do that in multiplayer no. games <laughs> they, uh, they can't see it coming <laughs> that, that, yeah that's like re- that's reserved for like actual cheaters now it's not <laughs> they don't yeah. usually put it in as a, a game mechanic <laughs> When I was playing Destruction Derby, I would always do that cheat that gave you a tank. Because <laughs> you could shoot the other drivers and they would all just fly up in the air <laughs> and then you'd drive under them. <laughs> I see a pattern here, Jake. Are you, like, our universe's version of Mario? Because you... Uh, Wario, sorry, because you want to win. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to work hard, though. <laughs> yeah, he wants to win but not work hard. Like, that's, Yeah. That should be... That should be Everyone's goal in life, really. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder, like Wario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the three is a W for Wario. <laughs> yes, we know. <laughs> really? Because I had to draw it on the over his fingers on the box art for Wario Land 3. <laughs> 
But that's also because it was the third game. Ah, synergy. Oh. <laughs> I need like a Wario puppet that can come on, like a real life puppet in the room with me. Not just a JPEG that I move around the screen. <laughs> yeah. In some I'll crude... budget will increase eventually. We're only on episode four, man. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like the crude JPEG puppets have their, have their charm. Yeah. I don't think I can get our job back though, because I think I saw him fly off the side of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else that like jumps out about Goldeneye? Like, did is there any like crazy stories of multiplayer like wins that you had that you can remember? Oh god, it's going back a while. Jesus. Um... I always remember like feeling really good when I could actually unlock a cheat because on in this game you had to finish a level in like a certain time. Yeah. to unlock the cheat. The easiest one was the Donkey Kong mode, yeah. which we've already talked about, because that was like, eh, finish the runway in like, eh, we'll say five minutes. Mm. And it was like about a two-minute level if you just ran yeah. for it. <laughs> the multiplayer with like all the cheats on. And just, like, <laughs> it's just insane. Like just explosions everywhere. and like... Yeah. Yeah, because I think you could like turn like the ammo and stuff up maybe it had like yeah. quite a few options you could get in there yeah like goldeneye was definitely one that i loved but mm. when i think back i think most of my time was spent just exploring it was kind of one of those first i mean obviously mario 64 would have played first that was very much like you had a goal it was like collect the star and you're gonna like jump and go crazy to get there mm. this one felt like poke at the systems a lot more like, you could go around and be like, I'm going to shoot all of the glass windows out in this level yeah. and just see what happens. Finishing the objectives was almost, like, secondary to me because yeah. it was, like, it was more interesting just to see how all of the game systems, like, interacted. And mm -hmm. it was probably the first time we had enemies that would just be going about the business until you yeah. showed up and they would, like, ah, yeah. notice you and, like, jump to action. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. you could stealth a bit if you were, like, careful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a weird one because yeah, I think that's the first game I remember of that time. Because I mean, was Metal Gear around at the same time for PS One? It, it was a bit later, I think. A bit later, yeah. Um, but so this was the first game where you could sort of push the boundaries on what the system could actually do. Yeah. Because everything else before that was so linear, and didn't really have any room for straying from the path. Sort of yeah, thing. or like it would be because like like people will say like oh like you know Doom was doing this kind of thing, but mm -hmm. like in Doom and like Duke Nukem tried to push past it a little bit, like had a lot more like interactive elements mm -hmm. in the level that weren't all to do with like shooting and stuff. But yeah. in Doom, as soon as you walk in a room with enemies, everyone's like facing you and attacking. <laughs> like, yeah. but this was like. You know, you'd have your little group of enemies, but if there was people around the corner, they wouldn't necessarily hear what was happening unless, like, you know, you shot bullets, like, in their direction. Yeah. Um. So, like, as a kid, just learning about games, it was, like, dead interesting. It definitely made me a bit disappointed when, like, Call of Duty and stuff rolled around, like, trying to play those campaigns, and it's, oh, it's kind of just like a shooting gallery, and there's no real, there's no real reason to explore anything. Like, yeah. I might as well just run. Because that's the thing, actually, in Call of Duty, don't they just respawn the enemies over and over again until you, 
like push past a certain point. I think so. Whereas um, Goldeneye had a set number of enemies in most levels. So you yeah. could methodically like sneak around if you were good at headshots on your tiny <laughs> like tiny television. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you remember the tellies back then, like little bums we used to have on our bedrooms where it was like a oh, yeah. cube. Fourteen inches was like the max. Yeah. <laughs> it was like this deep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, usually with like a VHS built into it. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had a separate one, but it wasn't a good VHS. Like, uh, I think you had to like hold the button down to like rewind things. Like, it wouldn't oh, even, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't even set I, itself up. I remember actually talking about VHS, and we're gonna go back to wrestling here. Like, on help. But like, <laughs> I remember like having this like set set of specific VHS tapes that I would like record the wrestling on. Oh yeah. Um, and nobody was allowed to touch them or. <laughs> Over, like, overwrite it. Don't like, touch Adam's like... secret tips. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I remember that very well. God, when you look back, like these were these were times for us when it? it was Golden Eye, loads of class wrestling on. Yeah, and we like were a bit later for the wrestling anyway. With the, from then, because uh, yeah, probably. I, I don't think yeah. I was. Yeah, Nine I don't. I don't think I started watching wrestling until like uh, Royal Rumble two thousand, basically. Yeah, not was properly. 19- 1992 for me. Whoa. This was like a time of like figuring stuff out for video games. Cause I think this was around the time I was like reading video game magazines as yep. well and getting all getting weird opinions in my head that weren't mine from these adult writers who just yep. from in my mind just sat around playing video games in their office all day. But you know, like one time I remember trying to mail in a picture of a glitch in this game Ooh. because we did something. We were like we were messing around on like the the underground bunker level, um, yeah. surface I think it's called. And some somehow we got it so that when you threw a mine, it would just stick in like midair. Like yeah. it wouldn't actually go forward. It would just like mm-hmm. as soon as anything left your hand, it would just be suspended in midair. <laughs> and I thought this was newsworthy as a child being like so like i had my mom try and like help me to take a photo of the screen oh. <laughs> with a camera that you had to go and then wait until it got developed <laughs> i think i had the photo but i think by that time i was i didn't mail it to the magazine because <laughs> i think i was like it was already too much work to get the photo out <laughs> whereas now it would just be good bang email that one day, like, one day that photograph's going to show up in some box somewhere of, like, of the remote mine, <laughs> which is yeah. a very, very distinct design. I'll recognize it. Even if I'm on my deathbed yeah. and, uh, and someone shows me it, I'll be like, that's a remote mine from GoldenEye 1064. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my ulcers. <laughs> one, one last wish. Send it in. That's, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, friggin'. Like friggin' uh, Billboard Baggins, like, whatever happened to that screenshot of GoldenEye I took? What? Jake, what? I would what? like to see it again. <laughs> One last time. So, someone, like, someone carries an N64 controller near my, like, hospital bed. <laughs> <laughs> this is what gives me all of my magical powers and keeps me alive. <laughs> I need to be Keeps you useful. I need to be with an arm's length of an N64. I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll waggle the joystick seductively. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm pressing the Z button. You can't see me. I'm fondling the Z button. <laughs> and that is why Paul lost the Great Sonic Race because this is his. That's his most hated controller is the N64 one. I don't know how. For me, it was the perfect controller. I, I've been through this. I think I went through this on the N64 bonanza stream i did where i played like everything that was on the switch with this yeah. and i i know why people didn't like it it's because they were holding it wrong for mm -hmm. a start so like people would think like they would Trying be like oh, okay you hold it here and i have to what waggle the stick like this this makes no sense and it's like no you hold this yeah. And you waggle the stick and you can shoot with the button underneath because it's like a gun trigger. <laughs> like, or you hold this to drive or something or use your items in Mario Kart. And obviously there was the games where you would play it like this and you often would not have the analog stick. Like in, we were talking about No Mercy, that was D-pad to move your guy around, quickly flick the stick to celebrate. Yep. And Zed didn't do anything, I don't think. It may be was used to like change who you were facing in like multiple man matches or something yeah i mean it did it, it it depended on the game as you say like it was yeah perfect controller it, it, like you just had to learn how to use it correctly yeah i mean yeah, the only if thing that's come close to that controller is this oh yeah you're like an like a three uh next box yeah one. i've got one there it's, it's just out of reach because the the shape it's 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 good for me giant hands <laughs> I mean, it's still, it's still tiny in me hands. Look at it, like. <laughs> yeah, I just love the N sixty four, and I think this game was a big part of it because it was just, it was just something like cozy. You could sit down and be like, "I'm just gonna creep around the facility <laughs> and enjoy the yeah. rock and music." Yeah, that's the thing. You didn't have to have a specific goal when you put it on, did you? Not really. It was like, yeah, it was just have a bit of a laugh. And like I say, it was the kind of thing where like me and a friend would sit there and just explore the multiplayer levels, like because there's only so much mileage you can get out of like killing each other, because yeah. one person's always gonna be best. Yeah. <laughs> so it was definitely one of the big things that kept me like around in gaming, because I think if I, if it was just the Super Nintendo and I didn't get any other console, I don't think I would have like loved it as much. Like I think. Mm -hmm. The N64 and like and Goldeneye was a big part of this. Was yeah, like that's why I fell in love with gaming. I mean, I did, I did really like Super Mario World and stuff, but before this, like I didn't have very many games because mm. it was like you had one or two. And then for the N64, like I say, I was reading magazines. I was like there for release dates in the shops. Like I yeah. knew when things were coming out. It was like the yeah. mind explosion. Like everything's yeah. here. <laughs> a lot more exciting i mean i had a few games before this for the n64 um yeah it was like a formula one world championship one that was great yeah and uh what else did i have i mean I I'm like sure. mario kart was also yeah. quite early on was yeah um did you have shadows I mean, of the empire <laughs> no I, I didn't i know i had rogue squadron i, I didn't uh play the first Star Wars game. No, I remember my brother's friends had them. I'd played them at their house, but yeah. not us having it. Um, but after that, I remember like it was like FIFA came out, like Road to the World <laughs> Cup '98. FIFA '64 and, was awesome. You yeah. could do lo like really fast slide tackles. <laughs> and uh, very arcadey. So this and the other biggest one for me, which I'm no doubt will do at some point, Killer Instinct. 
<laughs> yeah. And do you remember Two Rock as well? I do, but I don't think I liked Two Rock very much. Yeah, I, I felt like I had to like it, but I didn't like it. <laughs> like, it people weird. say good things about Two Rock 2. Yeah. I would more, like, read about Two Rock in magazines and be like, hmm, Two Rock Dinosaur Hunter. <laughs> yes, I'm reading the review. <laughs> I'll never play it. <laughs> I was thinking something set me off today. I was in a charity shop. And they had an N7 hoodie <laughs> in the oh, charity yeah. shop. So I don't know. Maybe maybe we should commit to hitting Mass Effect next. Yeah. I mean, it's got nothing to do with Goldeneye, but these episodes do not have to link together at all. <laughs> no, do not. Um, so that begs the question. I already have a Mass Effect theme. Yeah. But. But, he I says. Know, I, know, I know I can do better. Because you've got new skills now. But yeah, like... Yeah. And this is this is Goodwill on the air, off the air, confirming that he's gonna do a guest appearance. The captain himself, the first human spectre <laughs> of Nerdy Up North. That'd be great to have him as a guest on that. Yeah, we'll have you on Goodwill. And um, I'm a massive Mass Effect nerds like so. But yeah, I mean, Adam, I'll never force you to do a cover. So only if you've got time, if you want to do a, a Mass Effect cover. <laughs> so, um, you know me I'll go oh I'm going to do a cover and then then the other next year. yeah that's how I get all my all my music and like I say we will do an album we've almost got enough tracks <laughs> yeah if you take into account all of the covers you've done for like Elden Ring and Command and Conquer and stuff that I've made you do yeah <laughs> yeah that way he didn't make me he asked me and I said yes so you know it's uh but yeah, I don't know. Do you have any any more Goldeneye memories you wanna um, you wanna shoot out here before we wrap it up? Not really with um, the gameplay as such, more the music. Um, yeah, because obviously I was like I was well into music before that because mm-hmm. um, I, I started remembering listening to like the likes of Metallica and Van Halen when I was like thing. Already had like a good taste in music <laughs> to me, anyway. And then yeah, yeah. hearing something like this in a game for the first time, when you're like, "Whoa, I didn't know music like this existed!" Like, yeah, because it's, like sort of midi, it's in... but not MIDI at the same time. And like... yeah, it's close enough to real instruments, like yeah. that you can, like, you know which ones are the guitars immediately. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I did have distorted guitar on the first track. Yeah. Very crunchy as well. I always liked the sound of that. <laughs> crunchy. It wasn't something that existed outside of this game. It was like, it must no. have been something they did with the compression that just hit the yeah. distortions, like, right. Yeah. But yeah, you're right, like, because it was, um, the James Bond movies have music almost nothing like this. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like a totally original, like, construction and idea. Yeah. But you're right, though. This, this like, set me on a path where I was thinking more about music and I was getting stuff stuck in my head from games and thinking, like, these guys have put, like, thought into these tracks. Because I think when you play, like, Mario and stuff, you're like, this is the Mario tune. But you don't think about a guy sitting and probably playing it on piano, yeah. <laughs> you know, before it gets turned into the game. Yeah, it is a weird one. As I say, this, I think this set the path for, like, a, a lot of games with real that ended up having real music in yeah um but yeah like these will get stuck in my head all the time and obviously listen to them like you can now like on youtube or whatever you want it was stuck in my head like all day yeah like, and you had to just or, like, 
if you wanted to hear the facility like theme, you had to just go and play the level. There was no way yeah. to hear it otherwise. Yeah, so it was um it always made you like excited to go back, just the, the thought of hearing the tune. Yeah. And, the, and all, like all the tunes fitted the level they were for. Yes. I was just about to say that, like the like they were tailored to like the vibe. Like if it was yeah. gonna be a more like quiet and sneaky mission, mm-hmm. it would have more like more like sort of xylophony bits like you know like <laughs> or it would be like quieter but yeah like the the facility i can always remember because it starts off with that friggin' like 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 beat where it's just like a dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's not even guitar i don't think it's just oh. like it's just like a weird industrial noise <laughs> yeah like there was a lot of like sound. metal sounds and stuff <laughs> yeah like things getting clanged about and like, yeah it's great but yeah, absolutely. Like shout outs to I think it was like Grant Kirkhope and like Robin Beanland who did a lot of the Killer Instinct, like rare yeah. like Donkey Kong stuff. Like they definitely had a massive impact on just my musical brain. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, thank you to them because yeah. like we're both musicians and some rights and I feel like having these songs on repeat in our head <laughs> definitely taught us some stuff subconsciously yeah, definitely did. definitely yeah. there's plenty of drum beats in here yeah that are easily stealable <laughs> yeah. and they're like quite metal as well some of the beats on there it's like um oh yeah but like i think it's i think people didn't realize like if you haven't played like metal music you probably don't realize that the very first song you hear in this game like the damn just has double bass pedal going behind it. It's like that guitar riff where it's like dun dun dun. It's like like in between it, and you're like, and you're like, oh yes. And then it goes into that like halftime beat where it's like like back into the James Bond. It's like absolutely sick. Like they put so much love and care into the music. They probably didn't get enough credit for all this like awesome music because it never came out on CD. But if it did, no, I would have bought it. Oh god, definitely. Like it would have been like first on the list. <laughs> Can you imagine just like making your making your parents play this tape in the car? Why is it why is it all metal covers like vaguely James Bond? Because <laughs> exactly I think because I think every song had like the James Bond sort of chords in them. <laughs> oh yeah, what well, you hear with the the cover I did as well, like obviously, the yeah. one, but like the orchestral hit of yeah, the yeah. James yes, Bond thing, like, like the chromatic, which is funny because this came. I mean, obviously the James Bond music's been out forever, but like you hear bands like Megadeth and Metallica use chord progressions. <laughs> yes, like in, in like the late eighties and like early nineties, like when you think of like Megadeth for like Hangar Eighteen like that yeah as soon as you said megadeth i was like yeah that part where it's like dun 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 <laughs> like that's like yeah. almost hanger 18 kind of chord yeah. progression how it goes like, up and yeah, like, like chromatic and then goes back yeah but the bass the bass plays the same root note sort of thing it's weird but yeah it works. true i do a lot of my music as well yeah and and definitely like the frigate track that i had you cover mm-hmm. is definitely like riffing on we care a lot by faith no more yes. it's got like the same bass but it's just a bit faster yeah um but it's it, you you gotta know those guys were like yeah let's put this in you know like a, an homage and <laughs> to be honest like mike Patton's a big gamer so he might have even yeah. played it and been like yeah. 
I see what you guys did. <laughs> but nowadays they would just sue. <laughs> yeah. Because there's all that metal music in um like Doom and Doom 2. Yeah. Like there's just tracks that are just straight up like Alice in Chains songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like there's a MIDI version of them bones in there where it's just like blah 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 And yeah, nowadays like the algorithm would friggin' pick that up. We might even yeah. get picked up for having the Goldeneye pause music show up during the podcast. Well, hopefully not. But I don't know, because Vince came for us the other week, didn't he? He did, with the um, N64 wrestling game episode. Yeah, if you if you go back and watch the wrestling game episode on YouTube, there's 15 seconds that we had to cut out, <laughs> like that YouTube made us cut out. Um, I'll, I'll audio describe it for you. It's uh, Shawn Michaels getting angle slammed off the top turnbuckle. <laughs> He's in... He's in his white trousers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we got copyright <laughs> struck for something called like HBK underscore part 35 dot WMV. <laughs> so whoever owns that. Shawn <laughs> um, Michaels himself, probably. <laughs> He's like, I had hair in that clip. God damn it. <laughs> you know, Vince, you gotta make him take it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing my hunting cap. <laughs> oh, speaking of wrestling things, totally unrelated. I was at work last night and we were having a laugh at work and uh, I did the best Ric Flair woo I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and it was in a massive warehouse. So it just fucking echoed everywhere. It was amazing. <laughs> and like, as far as I'm concerned, that's now your gimmick. And um, you can have the woo from Ric Flair because... Uh, He's done bad things and he can't have it he anymore. Has. He can't <laughs> have it. But I can only do it when I'm doing it really loud, so I would literally deafen everyone if I... Yeah. Because my, I feel like my voice can't get high enough when I'm just at this volume, so I have to be, like, through the roof. Yeah. I think that's that's a good threat for everyone, like, to end this on. Like, if you if you step out of line, Adam will woo so loud that he deafens all of you. <laughs> you break my microphone, just kidding. He's going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, people are people are requesting an ooh, ooh, yeah, dig it from you. And a macho man styling. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, let's see if I can get the gravel. Mm-hmm. <coughs> me, 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 my mom, me. Oh, ooh, yeah. Dig it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> dig it. <laughs> But yeah, oh, that was a that was a lot of fun talking about Goldeneye. Um, it was like I said, game like really near and dear to my heart, and I don't think could exist at any other time in gaming because it's not no. like it doesn't hold up so good. But before that, maybe like we didn't have the tech; it was just like a perfect storm of like everything coming together. Why yeah. they, how they got the Goldeneye license? There's probably a story out there, but it just seems like a, a weird thing. But I'm absolutely glad that they did. Yes, I'm glad they did because it, it, it shaped the way I gamed, I think. Um, yeah. So it's definitely and, one of the ones that's in my hall of fame for games. Yeah. like. And like, like PC gamers will always like go back to Doom and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, that's legit. Like that was like the first one, and I think PC gamers at the time hated Goldeneye because it seemed so backwards and like yeah. rudimentary. Yeah. But like this and Halo really, 
gave people a taste of like shooters and basically made them what they are today because yeah we haven't we didn't really touch on it but after this like loads of james bond games came out and then loads more yeah. shooters and like time splitters and stuff like that like, the world is not enough and stuff like that um yeah um but just lo- i think it just gave everyone the idea of like all right we can do first person shooters on consoles now and it took yeah. them a while to figure out the controls like you know mm-hmm. it was a bit fiddly but yeah, we got there, and then we had Call of Duty, <laughs> and then multiplayer came back on the scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> local multiplayer. Before. Yeah, Halo had plenty of like Halo oh. was like spiritual successor to like Goldeneye for yeah. local stuff. Yeah. And then Call well, of we Duty. Used to play that, didn't we? So. Yeah, and then Call of Duty was just like, how about we take this online and everyone gets their own screen, no more sharing a, a quadrant. <laughs> That and said, um, Medal of Honor as well. Like, Perfect Dark World is not enough. Medal of Honor, Medal of Honor, man. Totally yeah. forget those games existed because oh, they went oh, out no. with not a bang. <laughs> oh. I don't think we'll do a Medal of Honor <laughs> episode because no, that... I don't think I'll be. No, I don't think I finished any one of those games or played them for more than like three hours. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna say goodbye, uh, from the Ramble cast again. Um, I've been Jake of Nerdy Up North. I do podcasts and streams and stuff. Recently did a WarioWare stream, the, the new WarioWare Move It, which was pretty fun. And there's yeah. lots of silly motion control gimmicks. And it was my birthday. Um, and we had fun on that stream. And lots of people got me gift subs, which was very nice of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'll see me on podcasts and, and stuff and things and stuff and things. And stuff and things. <laughs> I think I'm on the Nerdy Up North podcast this Sunday, possibly. It might be Batman and Robin this Sunday. Ooh. Which is going to be fun. If it's not, uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> because I'm sure you'll see it on the schedule anyway. Yeah. You don't need me to tell you. <laughs> no. But Adam, um, oh, Lee's confirming it. Yes, it is a Batman and Robin, me on Sunday podcast. But uh, Adam, <laughs> where can the, the fine folks find you? <laughs> They can find me on TikTok at Adam Guitarman on yeah. Instagram. Same Adam Guitarman. Oh, sorry, not Adam Guitarman. It's Adam Ashby's music now. I've changed them. Um, oh yes, sorry. Strike Adam that. Ashby's reverse music. it. <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Um, <laughs> so TikTok uh, Adam Ashbridge music, Instagram Adam Ashbridge music, and also I'll have a Facebook page. Which I've neglected a bit since I brought it out again recently. But yeah. I will I will go back and do some housekeeping on it, but that's Adam Ashbridge also. And yeah, that's the only places I use at the moment because uh, it gets us the most views. <laughs> yeah, social media is weird. Sometimes yeah. I forget it exists. Other times I sit and look at metrics and numbers. <laughs> I don't know if it actually means anything. <laughs> and uh, obviously a lot of people do know but some people might not in the chat um i do all of the music for Nerdy up north the whole thing yep every one of the shows has my music on it yep and so, we will do an album as in put out an album of a collection of everything one day <laughs> yes and, but yeah uh, so that's been golden eye 64 join us next week as long as all the schedules line up and we can get captain goodwill for the Mass Effect trilogy ramble cast. Should be fun. Thanks everyone for joining, listening. Any support is always massively appreciated. The audio version of this will go up a week after once I've had time to edit it. So watching the streams is how you see things first. 
But thank you to our audio listeners as well. Uh, like I say, I'll edit this uh, for those guys and for anyone else who wants to catch up on stuff they missed. The edited version is much better for listening. I'll cut out all of the guff and the the <laughs> visual gags. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all so much. We're going to say bye-bye now, and uh, we'll see you all on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.